Never seeking approval, cold shifting For the fam, I do the heavy lifting Never hate it, false promises I don't say shit just to really say shit All that bro shit ain't nothing to play with Fake love when dudes really be shading Don't lol, them real feelings displaying All my life I felt underrated Navigated the block, I had to make it Last chance you know I had to take it Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always. Yeah, you know me. It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P, one half of the DSC, episode 178. We back, man. Week two, NFL, a lot of good music drop, man. I'm ready to pod, man. What's going on, Prez? Man, as you can see, things have changed around here. We've been doing this for a while now. found out, you know, uh, hey, some of this equipment going to start filling on <laughs> so right before the pod people I found out my ring light is, is done I gotta go get another one so uh, yeah if you're watching this on video you're, you're still very dark friends in this room over here so we're gonna ain't, get that fixed ain't nothing wrong with uh, dark ain't nothing wrong with dark for the record no 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 no, no. no. black is beautiful <laughs> just yeah, not yeah, so yeah, black yeah. <laughs> that we can't see <laughs> on video on video Cash, for the for the new people for the new people who ain't never heard of us, don't know what we do, can you please enlighten them? Absolutely. We are Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast, a podcast about music, sports, entertainment, culture. Each and every week, we catch us at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when our audio drops, when our video drops. Stick around to our social media and we'll let you know. You know, we are, we are a two-man band here. So we are working with just the two four hands that we have so we'll we, we'll drop more videos uh we're just kind of developing a plan to, to roll things out in a timely manner so we're reshuffling the deck but we do video podcasts as well so you guys can guarantee though that 5 a.m eastern standard time audio so you know tell a friend to tell a friend barbershop banter at its finest you know we we you know we don't use statistics or anything like that unless we try to prove one another wrong uh, but that, that's what you can expect. That's what you can expect each and every week. And uh, just a fun time, just a fun time talking about the same normal shit that you guys talk about with music and sports, but with our own unique twist on it. So y'all subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. I'll say it 15 times throughout this podcast. So, um, but yeah, thanks for sticking around. If y'all back, you know, for the 178th time or however many episodes you've been around, we we truly, truly, truly appreciate you guys' listenership. Hey, to all our Patreon listeners, uh, supporters, I mean, we really do appreciate y'all. If some of y'all other ones want to sign up, hey, Cash, where can they go to? It's DSC underscore podcast forward slash patreon.com forward slash DSC underscore podcast. That's where you can find us uh, as far as our extra material and things of that nature. And uh, we'll we'll put out way more material, which is, like I said, we're reshuffling the deck, trying to press in the middle of a move. I just moved in and got settled in. So now we have the time to give you the extra content that you guys deserve. So um, we're going to start rolling that out very, very shortly. My man Prez closes on the house soon. To the foundation, man. He's been hitting us up and, you know, he's trying to get some things aligned for us so we can get things out smoother. So really do appreciate everything that he's doing to help out. So uh, with all that said, Cash, this is episode what? 178, brother. 178, man. 178. We, we got a ton of them out there. A ton of bonus episodes out there. I'm going to say we got well over 200 uh, episodes out there for you to enjoy. For those who've been messing with us for a while, hey, uh, 
tell us what you thought of last week's episode with the NFL focus that we went NFL only on that episode. And I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, we're not going to do that every time. We're going to talk about music, sports, and culture. Well, that's usually how we kind of split it up. But we was excited for the NFL season. You know what I mean? It's all the cash is officially back in the States. It's the first time been able to catch uh, all the games on the TV <laughs> at regular time in a long time. We were super excited. Yeah, yeah. Our fans. yeah. Plus, no good music <laughs> came out that time, so I think that was strategic too. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure all of the uh, artists was like, you know, let me let me let the NFL live this weekend. You know what I mean? So yeah. good good time all around. Yeah. Hey, but we hit a first uh, on last week's episode. If those of y'all who was listening, tell us what you thought of the conversation and everything. But uh, that was one take, one go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no editing. Sure. We we just released it as is, so it was a combo going for us, and no editing was kind of needed. Uh, besides a little bit to help out this squeaky chair on this last leg. I refuse to buy another one. I got an <laughs> office chair in my God stuff squeaky that's going to be in my man. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel you, man. Got to wait till you get the house to get a nice chair and where you want to put it, how you want to set it up, how yeah. your desk is going to be. Yeah. So, so much so much that goes into this. If I could really show y'all the behind the scenes, man. I, I actually have a studio, man. It's not like a studio. It's a studio. So we, we, we invest a lot of money into it. And uh, it, it'll pay off, man, because we enjoy the, you know, we got to put the good product out there, right, Press? So what do we have this week, man? What do we have this week? Okay, yeah, yeah. So for this week, we got uh, several albums that came out, man. We had Simba dropping with the DJ. Oh, you got them all right there. Cash, I'll let you go ahead. Name of mine. Hey, man, look, man, I, it's just foolproof, man. We we old, so we got to put stuff together ahead of time, man. So if you're watching on video, man, we put a little bit into this production, man. It's ESTG. I never felt none. That's one of my guys. So y'all know I'm about to go in on that, how much I enjoyed that. So just let you know, fair warning. It's the ESTG show. Uh, Simba, DJ Drama, results take time. Another one that I, I've been sleeping on Simba, but this was the perfect reintroduction man reintroduction to what Simba does man um shout out to the Bay Area uh, my first base first assignment out of New York City man I, I got love for the Bay like like no other y'all, y'all, y'all wouldn't believe it uh King Crooked Joel Ortiz Harbor City season one that released uh didn't know that was coming I wasn't paying that much attention saw a few freestyles that came out man so uh, we got some other singles albums have a little bit of a surprise uh if you're here for the first time for what Prez is listening to I'll let him introduce that when the time is right uh got some singles uh that we you know we listening to on our own time or old music that we you know we going back to and then of course our final thoughts on the, on the episode and anything that you know the catch-all area so that's that's kind of what the pod is about this week episode 178 let's get it baby yeah if y'all heard the new intro that was cash on the intro he also uh you know he even got back in it he even dropped a couple singles that was his single solid so hey you like that go find on cash flow on whatever your dsps are i'm gonna give you this promotion man free promotion yeah, hey, you yeah. Pay need, that. Time. need that <laughs> <laughs> All right, where you want to start then, Cash? Do you want to go over the NFL stuff and get it out the way? Or right, since we skipped music yeah. last time, let's get straight into music. Hey, they're they going to they gonna get these segments, man. So it don't matter what we start with. Let's start with NFL, man. Let's stay let's stay with the NFL, man, and um, keep that going, man, because... I shouldn't have gave you a choice. Oh, I don't no, want to yeah, talk about yeah. Oh, yeah. Right Yo, now. you know. You know. <laughs> I want to start with a game that was played by... Are they uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, right? Yeah, Las Vegas Ravens. Okay, okay. Um, how how much? You know what? 
I, I'll let you get into who they were playing. Uh, your your thoughts on on the Kyler game? Murray. Yeah, yeah, Kyler Murray, the, the guy that uh can't read defenses. Apparently, got it in his contract that uh he has to study a, a certain amount of time. Um, the the amount of disrespect on the Oklahoma Sooner was through the roof this offseason. I've seen it everywhere. You know, I'm a former Oklahoma Sooner fan. I'm a Fairweather College fan for y'all that don't know, but uh. I did follow this man while he was in in uh you know college and I think he got some game. He just you know ran across a rough ran across a rough patch, but not last week. <laughs> not last week, Brad. Yeah. I'll let you take it away, man. I'll let you take it away, man. As he was saying, I will go ahead and you know keep trickling the accolades. That man is an athlete. He is an athlete. I don't know if he could be playing quarterback, but you put that ball in his hand, he can make magic things happen, man. Like that. That's that's one of the, he don't need to read defenses if he's doing the things that he was doing <laughs> at the end of this game. So uh, let's let's talk about it. Raiders started off a great first half, man. We was moving the ball. We racked up 20 points in the first half. Oh, it was amazing. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be great. We finally going to do it. I'm going to finally see our Raiders, you know, just run up the numbers and actually put up points like these other teams, you know. But usually we got to stay – Last year it was twenty eight to thirty five is where we had to put up the kind of win game. So I knew that number is what we wanted to hit, you know. But I was well on our way to actually hit that at halftime. So twenty to three, they couldn't do anything. We was getting picks. Uh, we was getting uh, uh, sacks. Uh, you know, maybe we get a fumble here and there afterwards. Uh, everybody on on defensive side. Uh, you had Max Rogers get a sack. You had Meek Robertson get an interception. You had uh, everybody looking good on the. The offensive side, uh, Devontae Adams only got two passes his way, but that was all good because everybody else was eating and everything. And then on the plays that he had, they were, they were good moving the ball type plays. So uh, everything was looking all on the up and up. Cash, and then uh, everybody took a break. And I think the Raiders are still taking a damn break, bro. Like, uh, they ain't do shit that second half, bro. <laughs> uh, they came out and got, man, Kyler Murray just did his thing, took his time. They had the ball majority of the time. It went to a lot of fourth downs. Remember, they were, it was 20 to three. So, you know, they didn't do a die mode at this point. You know, it was a couple third downs, I think, where they may have like let it go. But most of the time, if, if they didn't get on third and it was on the right side of the field, guess what? They trying to keep it moved. You know, they need as many points as they can get. So with that, all that said and everything that was going on, uh, you know, it was just make it up as you go. And that's something that you don't need to read defenses on. That's something that you don't need to do. If all you're going to do is scramble. And every time he scrambled and got a big chunk of yards, you can see his confidence growing and growing. Like, they can't stop me. They can't stop me. They started doing a bunch of, like, uh, RPOs, man, uh, and uh, options and stuff out here. And we couldn't stop a simple option. It was crazy, man. It was it was crazy to watch this debacle happen right in front of your face. It got down to fourth quarter. We had a fourth and four. Refs did like they always do on the on the Raiders. So it's not even much point to complain here. You know we're gonna get a bad call here and there. And they gave us a bad call holding in and that that turned the fourth and fourth into a uh, to a first down where they get another four chances on there and then See that like about the play or two afterwards. Kyler Murray, no lie. You go back and watch this game. If you only watch one highlight, this man ran around for 20 damn seconds in the backfield. 
he practically ran around that it was two it was a lineman and a defensive end. They couldn't stop him. Press this looked like college. Gassed. He it looked stopped. like college, bro. He let him catch their breath. And he said, let's go again. And took off and went into the end zone. And from that point, oh, it was a wrap. He was like, yeah. oh, I got Deflated. It. Yeah, it was, it. they was deflated. They was deflated at that point. My, my one question for you, Press, is blame. Where's the blame? Where's the, where, where, where do you start? Rank, rank, blame. One, two, three. Coach, top of the, top of the list. Because uh, we started off high. It was no reason to blow that lead. You find a way to, you know, keep the ball out of their hand as much as possible. We had too many uh, three and out in, in the second half where, like, why are we ain't running the ball? Why are we trying to keep passing and stuff like this? I know we need more points, but our run game was was working in the first half. Like, it, it, it was no sign. And we still ahead. We still ahead. We was up ahead all the way up to, like, the last minute or so. So the why they abandoned it and trying to just go to a pass, it made no sense. So he gets top blame. Next top of the blame would be Derek Carr. Okay, he want to throw the ball. All right, quarterback that's supposed to be, you know, <laughs> one of, working to be one of the top quarterbacks. All you need is weapons. Well, you got weapons galore. We got we got uh, four pro bowlers that you can throw to. Uh, Somebody's going to get the ball and go. Couldn't get to him. Couldn't, couldn't figure it out. I don't know if that was, if that was play calling. Good. I'm already getting close to blame. Guess what? You next up on the list. Make that shit happen. If Kyler Murray can run around for 30 minutes, you better learn how to do, do that shit too. That's the new NFL. It ain't this pocket present stuff. If you need four yards, take your ass up there and run up there and get it. Do with everything you can. They always say put everything on the line. You get paid a ton of money. I know. <laughs> and I ain't going to say what to do with your body and everything, but you got so much guaranteed already. Hell, I want to sign up for the military ready to die over here for over, over $6,000, bro. Like, <laughs> so if you ain't going to pay the if you get in a million, you can't go risk a little injury or something over here. Go win the damn game. We've been sorry for too damn long. You know what I mean? So that go next on the line. Uh, after that, I would say uh, defensive. You know what I mean? It would be the defensive coach, you know, because, yeah, your people was out there for that long, but you got to talk them up. They got to get a stop. You know what I mean? So not as much on the defense. The 50-something plays, you're going to get gas, and you got Mighty Mouse sitting on the other side. The dude just full of energy. He throw his best plays outside of the pocket, so you scared to rush in on him. What because he could do even more damage at that time. So uh, that was a tough task to do. You didn't do it though. You had a week and a half to come up with this team. Should do better. Do better. <laughs> you know, there's one person that you failed to uh, leave out, man. There was a guy that had a really good interview that motivated you for the year. Um, first time his his uh, folks had seen him play grandparents. That is, it's either you either blame his grandparents or the play. I don't know where you want to go with this blame, Prez. But uh, star wide receiver Adams Renfro with the with the fumble at the end. I mean, he, Renfro got the fumble, man. I mean, he he gave yeah, the yeah, ball yeah. up. No, 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 no. So we done joked about Renfro for years and years. You know, everybody joked like Renfro. We talking about the, 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 I think on the Pivot podcast, they call them some type of sales, the shoe salesman or something like this. <laughs> and you, you get what they meant now. Somebody really pop a hit on them. Guess what? That ball coming up, bro. You look like he's 180 something pounds. You got 250 dude pounds just laying the ball dead on that ball, laying the hit dead on the ball. The perfect, it popped out. Uh, Derek Carr put him in that position though. You know, he can throw the ball elsewhere, you know, especially after he just fumbled on something like this. You know, you kind of jarred a little bit. Yeah, you got to win the game, but hit one of these other targets over here. Hit Devontae out. Devontae said he's always open. Throw him open. 
couple passes that Carr missed. He missed it to uh, Waller up high. He missed it to uh, Devontae again. Devontae did get a pass here and there, and I think he did great with a couple uh, passes that he got, but Carr didn't throw to him. So Devontae get a slight pass because he had 150-something yards last game, and this game, you say you're not going to you, – you, you throw him seven times. A couple of those passes were your fault. <laughs> One was thrown behind him. One was thrown in front of him. That go two right there. So he caught two. Other three would say it was just miscommunication and stuff up there. But I mean, when 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 the ball was there and placed in the right place, he made shit happen, bro. So fair enough, fair enough. I'll, I'll take the I'll take it off y'all. I take the heat off you. You know, you took your loss like a man. You explained it like a man. But you know, your team isn't the only one to suffer this this, this type of fate. You know, you had the Dolphins. They came back. You know, they came back. They came back. Ravens. I mean, six touchdowns by Tua. You you called it in the beginning of the season, saying, "Hey, look for Tua's numbers to increase dramatically this year, and for him to finally get paid and show what he's he's made of." And so far, so good in these first two games as far as numbers. So, Dolphins came back. Mm-hmm. They beat the Ravens. When and you Lamar, got an athletic, when Lamar you got had a great game too. Speeder. Yeah, yeah. When you got an athletic speeder though, wide receiver. I had already seen what that could do. We had rugs, you know what I mean? Rugs in this situation away from man. Somebody posted that too, right after that Raiders loss. Like y'all remember how week two was, and they're showing rugs just going deep, catching the ball, catching it over Pittsburgh. Still, that was a great game too. We ended up winning that last year. I mean, man. And then you see, you see right before the game on Miami, like you're saying, and that go uh, Tyreek Hill, and you know a good route runner, athletic, super athletic, he can get up and get the balls and stuff like this. When you got that. That's just that's just uh man, it's 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 too much. Like you got him and Waddle too, yeah. You're missing that. And yeah, Waddle Waddle had him himself a game as well. Uh Giants, same thing. Uh Giants squeak one out oh, against you, the Panthers. You were talking about Lamar though. You, you yeah, you Lamar jumped, Jackson. You yeah, I said Lamar, Lamar, Lamar had, had a hell of a game. game. Hell of a game. Yeah, man. He, he passed uh Michael Vick. Uh he got a eleven hundred uh eleven games rushing over hundred yards. So yeah, so uh, he's the first quarterback to be that that. Uh, to do that, and then he's the first uh, quarterback to throw a seventy-five yard pass and run for seventy-five yards in the, in same, the game. same game. And he's passing that ball this year. He's making he's making single some throws, run. single run, not not multiple runs, that right? Single right. run, single one seventy-five run. yard run, one step, seventy-five yard pass. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that that boy is that boy is good. And you wonder why they center a whole offense around him. When you're that good, you just got to change your whole entire offense. I. I, I just I just don't care. Um, that's that's what you do. Um, another team, Jets, Browns. Jets come from behind. So this is the trend this week, man. With a lot of just kind of going back to week one, how we were like, hey, a lot of players aren't playing in the preseason. They're still f- figuring out their way. Uh, we're still seeing what teams are ultimately going to be. But I mean, that's one, two, three. I, about I named four here, and then you know this wasn't a last minute win, but the Thursday night game, Chiefs beating the Chargers. Um, Charges, you know, kind of they were going back and forth for most of the game, but Charges looked to be in control for most of it. And, you know, the tide turned late in the game where the Charges ended up uh, losing that game and, and the Chiefs pulled away. So, which brings to mind Chiefs, Chiefs won that game because the tackle went out, bro. Right. But my, if what brings tackle, to mind? Uh, if, if the right tackle goes out, it, it's trouble. And they, they took advantage of that situation. So, uh, that's a big piece. Look for that in any game. They say you nobody has a good back of right. It swings to the other team. Easy. Immediate. And if Immediate. they was neck and neck, yeah. 
So yep, yep, yep. Just, just a bit of info for you. Can I uh, tap into the mind of conspiracy uh, prayers? Yeah. All right, man. Had about five, six close ones. Um, four of which we talked about a little bit as far as just, you know, back-to-back weeks. You know, these games are awfully close and um, somebody's coming back. Lay it on us, man. What's the, what's, what are your thoughts with, with this happening, you know, so early in the season and, and certain people owning DraftKings hey, I wish somebody, this, this is one time that we should uh, do stats because I want to know the stats of when the last time this happened, this many closed games and the game swing in this much in the last quarter. Calls, it was some little errant calls here and there, you know, that can kind of aid them. The players still play, though, right? That's what we look at. But uh, it's funny, we ain't have all these big swings and games and the, uh, the NFL was so structured and these things happen, you're kind of guaranteed to win. How many 20-plus point games we're going to see with comeback at the same time the NFL is in bed with, with, with the sports book? So... You got a big one that went on with the Jets and the, the Cleveland Browns, you know what I mean? They was, I think it was plus one or something like that. And guess what? They end up losing by one at the end, and it was like uh, thir- in the last 13 minutes, that's when they scored two touchdowns, you know what I mean? So that, that shit is just crazy. Falcons, too. So, you know? The Falcons almost and, and came then, back. Yeah, they, so they covered. And then, because uh, I think that was plus 10. And, and the reason we know these pluses and minus and all this stuff, you, you go back 10 years ago, you ain't hear me talk like this, but hey, it's up in front on every sports show now. They so in bed with the, uh, in bed with these uh, uh, sports books. Like it's, it's up straight up right there in front of you. So that's kind of how I know these numbers and everything that's going up there. So, uh, and then you had the, the Dallas Cowboys end up beating Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals, who was in the Super Bowl last year, and now Dallas Dallas is down wide receivers. They're down uh, their quarterback. And you tell me the backup quarterback is good enough to beat the, the Super Bowl contender. And you tell me, oh, they're having a rough time figuring it all out. Nah, bro, I'm not buying it. I'm, I'm, I'm really ain't. I really ain't. So uh, I'm watching that game, and I'm like, what the hell is this year, bro? Like this, this, this ain't real, man. This stuff, I don't like to think stuff is rigged, but like I said, that's 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 too much coincidence. One week for me, I'm just like, and the way those numbers swung and how it helped out and made people just like, oh, I was almost there on this victory, and you wasn't. So, hey, man, yeah. after, after watching that Tom Donahue, three games, it, was it Tom Donahue the NBA? It was Tom Donahue, right? The NBA ref, Tom, Tom Donahue. Yeah, after Tom, watching that Tom documentary Donahue. on Netflix, or maybe man, Tim Donahue. Tim Tim Donahue after watching that Netflix documentary, man. I don't, you know, I used to laugh at your conspiracy theories, man, but not anymore, man. I'm looking a little bit more skeptical, man. But nevertheless, you know, with you know, watching with a kid's heart, man, it, it was a it was a fun weekend. My team was off for the weekend. Uh, they're playing right now, so trying not to look at the score. But hey, we just scored. Hey, Hertz just ran it up the middle for three yards, so we up seven zero. So as I will not be talking about the Eagles this week, uh, you know. But uh, I may go, you know, go back, I may pop up. Go back and look at that fourth and four that the Arizona had on the Raiders, and they got that call for uh, it was on the opposite side when he threw the ball. He was outside of the pocket, and they called defense opposed. Okay, I'm going to take a look at that. And that's what let them get a whole new fresh four down to score. Okay. 
There was another point in that so, game too, Perez, and I can't remember what point it is. And I, I meant to write it down to tell you, but there was another call that y'all got that y'all wasn't supposed to get. I forget what call it was, man. So I got a call. I, I'm, 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 once I look at that fourth down game, I'm going to watch this game in, in total. But once I look at it, because y'all, you be screaming, y'all don't get calls and the NFL don't love the Raiders, but Y'all, y'all was getting some calls early in that game, man. But y'all just got to capitalize, man. But watch it. Watch it. We, we, we're going to come back around, man. It may not be this year, but I guarantee within next year they'll have everything right uh, because, hey, it's a new franchise in a new area. And if we end up losing too much, that loses a big fan base that they want to tap in, especially where it's located at and want everybody to go to these games. So they're going to have to swing it back so we can start winning if my conspiracies hold true. So we'll, we'll see how all that goes. <laughs> All right, man. Any other games you want to talk about uh, of uh, note that you want to tap into um, that's worth talking about before we get into some music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brady, uh, well, all of Florida flat out won. That is crazy in itself, too. Uh, so you had the Dolphins come back with a comeback victory. You had Jacksonville Jaguars. Surprise. Shut out. Shut out. And then you had Tampa Bay. Shout out to Ducky uh, P. Going- <laughs> Finally go up there and get a win over uh, Winston and uh, the Saints. First time, first time the Bucks beat the Saints and since Tom Brady's been there. So that was a nice little see them overcome that finally and everything. So, but it, it was still a close little fight for them. So, and then uh, Mike Evans has suspended. Uh, he's suspended one game now for his uh, dirty hit on Lattimore. So. Oh, man. Him and Lattimore get into it every every uh they, they get into it all the time. He suspended one guy. Oh, come on, years. man. Damn it, man. I I blame this shit on you, Prez. I blame this shit on you. Oh, pick up Mike <laughs> Evans. Pick up Mike. Now I'm down Mike Evans. I'm down D Hot. All my gambles are not working out. Kittles ain't play a game for me. Listen, man, this is this shit ain't working out, man. This shit is not working out, man. I just I just gotta break even to the playoffs. I just gotta hit my stride in the playoffs. You know what I mean? But that's neither here nor there. I'm I'm losing big this weekend. So whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. So um, one last little thing. I'm gonna pop myself, I'm gonna pat myself on the back for this cat. I think I'm getting better at this, man. I am not letting these Raiders losses and, and you know, bother me too much, you know. They had my high they had my hopes up this high, you know. Like it it was up there, bro. Like it was and them, you know, that first game and now this game, I'm just like, okay. They're gonna have to show me now, bro. Like until they actually end the playoffs, I ain't saying no playoffs. I ain't saying no uh, no win total. They gotta prove it to me at this point. I wanted to die hard, man. So, guys, you know I've been crazy about this, but but I, I feel like I'm at peace. They they we've been sorry for so long. I mean, Prez, everybody get tired of being sick and they tired. Everybody get tired of I'm being defeated. sick and tired, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we losses and mounts up. Talent. We 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 looking like y'all dream team back in the day. We went and got all these pieces. We got why you got why you got to, why you got to compare why you got to compare your team to my dream team? Like, like, <laughs> we got five Pro Bowlers sitting on the uh, the offensive, offensive side, bro. And, and we can't we can't score shit. Like, you can't just, outscore Arizona <laughs> without D Hop. God, <laughs> no D Hop, no no Hobble, no JJ no, Isabella. No, did Hobble JJ Watt come out? JJ Watt played. He got okay. he had one uh he had one deflection, fast deflection. Yeah, but and, he ain't uh, who he oh, once no. was. He ain't really playing at no. top tier level. So it's yeah, man. Yeah. That, that was there was no reason for that except for just you know 
not having your foot on the gas and not being comfortable. They was giving Carl all the excuses during the telecast too, as far as, you know, he wasn't comfortable last week. Now he looks to be poised and a little bit more comfortable. It's going to take him time to figure out this offense. It's the X amount of offense he's been in in this amount of years. They were shooting him a whole, you know, they was giving him a whole lot of excuses for why it may be a slow start, but I know that's not what you guys expect as fans. So you see yeah. the video. They, no. uh, rate one of the Raider fans slapped, uh, Kyle Murphy. Yeah, man. Yeah, they looking for him too, bro. They looking for him, man. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. about to get banned for life. He about yeah. to get banned for life. Yeah, ain't no, he ain't going to serve no time for smacking him. So it, it is what it and is. Plus, they just going to ban him. Man, people, people are dumb, man. That's that's too bold, too. I'm like, yeah. we joke around and we say what we want to say about Kyle Murphy, but I guarantee that dude's probably like, hey, like, that's still top athlete. He probably hit him up. I don't know. Yeah, basketball players they kind of ruining that. that yeah, but right or, now, or they you can just get knocked out by the regular. Right, or you get the, the shit beat out of you in real time because emotions running high. They just fresh off the field, off a win. You smack the shit out of somebody, man, and then next thing you know, why why are you acting like that towards a fan? Well, shit, why why is a fan even putting themselves in that that type of you know predicament, man? But I, I don't know if it, it didn't. Yeah. I don't know. It, it kind it of looked, pissed me it, off when I saw it. Yeah, yeah, it, because it his teammates like, yeah, was around him. His teammates was around him. And I'm like, in basketball, that started the the malice in the palace. How yeah. y'all just see your boy get slapped and don't nobody go just jump in and dive in? I ain't see it from all the, I ain't see it from all that well one <laughs> angle. So I can't see it. I, I can't <laughs> I don't want no malice in the palace, man. No more. Nah, none of that. I'm cool. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. All right, man. Any any other games you want to get into before we move on to some of these albums? Hell no, nah, fuck the so yeah people two Monday night games as we are speaking about this so you have the Titans they are playing the you know hopeful um, Super Bowl uh, favorite Buffalo Bills Buffalo Bills are handling business at at current time in this game so we'll we'll see what happens with that game and the Philadelphia Eagles Eagles are playing at home against the Vikings. So we'll, we'll see what happened in that game. We may talk about it next week. We may not. But, hey, it is what it is. We pod on Mondays, drop on Tuesdays. All right, next up, Press. Next up, which album do you want to cover Music, first, man? man? Which album Let's do you want to cover first? Let's go ahead and get the one you first? got up top. Let's go in order. Let's go in my order right there. E- ESTG. Let's go. All right, ESTG, I never felt nothing. So I never felt nothing. That that's how that's how I spell. But out of Louisville, man, um, like I said, man, I've been talking about this guy since probably late 2020. Um, just kind of got wind of his music. And uh man, this this is like Reese. A lot of people make the same type of music ESTG makes, and, and I'll start right there. Uh, a lot of people talk that trap stuff, they talk that um that drug talking, and just but certain people give you that feel, Press. Remember when we first heard Jeezy? Remember when we first heard Tit? Nah, no, now nah, no, I'm gonna get slandered. But when we first heard Ross, it's certain people, Ti, certain people we first heard, right? Um, and they they would go through their thing and do their thing, and you're like, oh, there's some believability to these guys, you know what I mean? Or or they're speaking it from a real perspective. So that's exactly what I got with ESTG. Like a lot of these drops this weekend, I wasn't really checking for. You know what I'm saying? In terms of, I didn't know that these guys had albums. I don't follow any of these artists. I know I like them. You know what I mean? So, uh, before I get too far into it, man, what do you, what did you think about the project uh, on your first listen? Yeah, 21 songs, 55 minutes, man. Uh, it was a great listen uh, right off top. Uh, 
good, you know, type of type of album that I would t- carry to the gym with me and, and listen to and keep going on on that little front. Uh, nice trap trap hits and everything on here, but uh, it was probably four or five songs that I took out of here that I think were truly like stand out. Uh, other than that, you know, really, really enjoyed the album on the way through. We'll go through the songs that I let you know. Are you done speaking on it? If not, I'll go ahead and speak on the songs that I would really like. I'll just kind of get to the lows before I go to the highs. Uh, just the lows is just a little bit too long for me um, in terms of what people are putting out today, but I understand the the amount of time and amount of songs. These songs, like like we know, they're doing two verses and it ain't, you know, they going immediately to ending it. <laughs> this, these songs are no longer than two minutes and 30 seconds at the most. So when you really kind of factor that in, the album is less than an hour with 22 tracks. So you kind of can't let the, the daunting number of 22 tracks kind of deter you from listening because at the end of the day, it's not even over an hour. So I get it in this microwave society. We want to, just get in for 15, 25 minutes, be done with something. But uh, when it's a guy that I actually like and they deliver, I think he delivered on about, I think he knocked it out the ballpark with about 85% um, on first listen to where I'm returning to it. So this is one of the albums I return to naturally. Uh, so that's how I judge an album on this replayability. So, um, you know, just a little bit, a little bit too long uh, for me, but it, that that's my attention span. So. That's what I got. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can feel that. Uh, but still, like I like I said, listen to it on the first go around. You know, I, I enjoyed it all the way through. Wasn't really nothing. I was just like, oh, I skipped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah for was, sure. Nice little style of play through all the way through. Uh, songs that I thought were stand out, though, was uh, Shooting Myself featuring Future. I think that was like the second or third song yep, on the yep. album. Uh, <clears throat> you had Hell. I really like that one. Death Around the Corner featuring Machine Gun Kelly, which I don't nice. know how many Machine Gun Kelly's out of uh, songs I listen to, but I could probably count them all on my hands. But <laughs> hey, <laughs> I really like this song. <laughs> For sure. What do you think uh, about the Jack Harlow yeah, you feature? The realest feature. I didn't like it. No. But I, see, you made me mention it when I ain't want to. You know I don't like Jack Harlow. I, I know. I just got I gotta get the, I just got a good opinion. We we gotta talk about features. You know we got we attack it from all angles. So I wasn't mad. I wasn't yeah, mad at it. Jack Harlow. Yeah, he, he's a certain type of vibe, and if you like him, you like him. But uh, I don't feel like people say he talented, whatever. You know, I think he kind of bars a certain type of style and kind of sticks with it. Uh, it's it's, unless he learns how to, you know, diversify a little bit more, he'll be gone in a couple of years. Or okay. he won't, because who knows? Uh, but I think he will. Uh, and then you have the realest featuring Jeezy, you know. So, like, like what I'm trying to say is, like, what originality do Jack Harlow bring? He's just uh, a guy who can rap. Yeah. He don't bring nothing new to the table or anything. Like, he's kind of barring the sound here and there. He's going for more of the pop sound, which is, you know, just, hey, give me a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I can make this song hot for a minute. But where your, where's his skills within that? You know what I mean? He probably can do it. He probably can go up on a freestyle and stuff, but that's not what he, that's not what's being presented to us on this front. So uh, he got to still show and prove with me on, man, you're making me go off in the tangent about Jack Harlow. We talking about ESPG. Stop, man. Go ahead. 
ain't make you go on a tangent. You went there all by yourself. I said, what you think about the Jack Harlow feature? And then it led to that. I didn't say anything, anything crazy. Uh, but yeah, man, I wasn't mad at the feature. Uh, I'm one of the, the, you know, I, like I said, man, people, people know the type of music. If you don't know the type of music or the people I enjoy coming up, it wasn't hard rapping guys like this about the stuff that ESTG is talking about. I like the Maces of the world. I like, you know, the happy-go-lucky rappers and stuff like that because for me, it was a, a balance between all of the freestyle shit, all of the shoot em up bang-bang shit. Like, sometimes I like an artist to just be an artist and do what they do. Um, and I don't, I'm not opposed to pop music, you know what I mean? Because the people that aren't in the music as much as me when I'm around my family, friends and stuff like that, they enjoy this shit. You know, they enjoy first classes of the world. So uh, I think that uh, the feature in particular that I'm talking about, I wasn't mad at it. I'm not running back to that feature on this particular project because it was so many, so much more songs that I enjoyed a lot more. You mentioned some of them. I think the realest, um, sorry, uh, the joint with uh, Jeezy, sorry, the realest, um, the last song on the project, that sound like tailor made for Jeezy. Like that sound like old Jeezy. Um, so that, it gave me that type of vibe, some gangster grill type of vibes, man. So they picked the perfect, perfect beat to really give Jeezy to do his thing on. Um, I can't feel a thing was the other one on there that I was rocking with as far as ESTG goes. Um, Kid him Kiski is, uh, uh that shit, yeah. Man. yeah, that, that one was hard. And, um, so those those are ones that stand out to me. I mean, I could name about four or five more, but all I would say is go listen to this project, man. If you want some hard street shit that's um, unapologetic, he didn't chase. I don't think he chased anything. You know what I mean on on this project, and he's just he's just dropping consistently. And then every single time he drops, man, I enjoy that project, and that project is instantly on my gym playlist, my ride around playlist. It, it finds its way into a lot of different settings for me so i enjoy estgs i ain't felt none so okay what's up next all right man we got simba dj drama results take time man so uh this is like i said i i got a lot of got a lot of good praise for this project man so what what do you want to start with this Man, Simba, uh, so the 16th uh, 16 song, 52 minutes, results take time. This is with DJ Drama, so I'm guessing this is it against the grills? He didn't call it against the grills, but if drama is kind of doing, I don't know. It was it's like a project, just like Tyler, Tyler the Creator called it a project. It's, a, it's okay. a project album, um, so yeah, that's what I consider it. But uh, I'm not mad at it from the, from the jump. You know, I appreciate him going to teaming up with drama. It seems like it kind of, with him being from the West Coast, you know, get a lot of uh, mixed in flavor with uh, with the South up in here. So, uh, and maybe that helped him get these features that he got on him because he got some hella features. Like, he got some, some solid features on here, man. Uh, he got Roddy Rich, Pusha T, uh, uh, well, he had uh, he had somebody else. Who who missing? It was the uh, he had one more two, big picture. Was it two chains? Two chains on here. Two chains. Two That's chain. what I'm trying to think of. Two chains at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had those features on here, and I was like, man, how easy, you know, from what we done heard and what we done seen, like you know, he's still up and coming. Like he's already getting these bigger names on his uh on his album. Usually, you see one. No, but not not this many off off jump. So like okay, uh, so 
that 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 kind of took my attention like right off the jump when I was looking at the track list and I was like, oh okay. And then as I go into it, you know, I'm still gonna take a time and listen as he presented. So go in overnight, you know, that was a great intro into him. He got a couple of other songs, you know, that tells about his journey, what he's been through uh throughout the album. Uh, Pendant, uh, where he's reminiscing uh, on, you know, some uh, people who passed along the way. Uh, uh, got some, a couple cuts over here where it's going to be, you know, him talking about love, relationships in it too. So overall, man, I thought it was a sequence well. I thought it was all good content on here. And it had some great standout tracks. Uh, Never Change featuring Roddy Rich. Never end up broke. Part two featuring Pusha T. Push, you know, he's always talking about that part of the life, you know. So, uh, yeah, trust issues. You got sacrifices. That's the one where he's like kind of telling his story on his come up and everything. Uh, on God, uh, you know, every, I think he had one line up in there where he was talking about uh, he falling in love with the underground. Uh, over time, you know, just keep putting out content. You know, just telling you, just keep keep pushing through. Eventually, I find people fall in love with you as long as it's quality content. I, it was a, I, yeah. I can't remember exactly what you put up in there, but I know it was a little lot up there. Uh, and then Goat, uh, I think that was one of the ones that we kind of, when it, this project was coming out, one of the first ones that we thought like wind of that was like that. And it's just putting that that Goat talk, the Goat yeah. conversation, it's, the rap it's form, pointless. but it's a pointless. rap conversation type form. So it's like it's bringing it all back around, but uh, and it's him presenting a case for why he should be the GOAT because we label everything the GOAT. So all you need <laughs> is enough people talking about it and they're going to call you a GOAT. So let him present his case why he should be the GOAT. And I thought that was a nice way to present For sure, for sure. But yeah, man, uh, uh, I kind of want to, before we get into the, before I get into the project and what I felt about it, I think like a lot of things kind of, I, I take note of detail as a project is about to come out, my awareness about it. And I like that he went the old school route um, did LA Leaguers, did Funkmaster Flex, did the freestyles. Uh, none of these freestyles were on his album that that I can think of. Um, they were catered to those particular shows to showcase that I care. Here, motherfuckers, I really could rap. Let me give you these bars. It. I got several different text messages with just, you know, from people that they only send me stuff that moves in and they may not listen to music all the time. But they send them LA League of freestyles, the Funkmaster Flex freestyles, and any other freestyles that kind of make some some headway. You, you know what I mean? You one, Jack Harlow? I, you know, I, that one I kind of passed exactly. me by. Passed Go ahead, me by. Keep but I, uh, keep you know, he did My have one. Exactly. <laughs> he, he he didn't make it there, so I can't I can't hate on that. <laughs> Not necessarily uh, anything that I I remember. Uh, but anyway, so uh, yeah, hell hell of a run um, on doing the freestyles beforehand to build some awareness on it and and stuff like that. So I like that. That got me kind of interested for like, oh shit. I, I kind of been sleeping on Simba. So next thing you know is, okay, DJ Drama's uh, attached to this. Again, I don't follow Simba that much in detail. I know that he's from the Bay. I know he does his thing, you know, out there as far as the music goes. 2020, uh, he dropped another project. And I listened to it and I remember saying, oh, he got something here. You know, it wasn't a bad project. But I know with so much other things going on, I probably just kind of breeze right past it. But with the drama cosign, that means everything still to this day. I know we was talking about Khaled and drama a couple of weeks ago in terms of who would win, but uh, when you got drama stamp of appro- approval, 
then I'm in. I'm going to give you a listen. I don't care who you are. Um, if, if drama co-signs you, I'm, I'm going to listen. But that's the stamp that, you know, and the hard work drama put in over the years to kind of, you know, give that co-sign. And, and people know that. So uh, as we get into the project, though, Prez, like you said, overnight, I like artists telling their story, man. I, and, and the reason why I like this project as a whole before I kind of get into it is just he's saying a lot of things that I relate to. This is me taking off my rapper hat. This is me taking off of, you know, just kind of full giving you the fan perspective. If it's something that I can relate to and a lot of the bars he talking about, about people doubting him or the little shady, the little side shady shit. He went into a lot of different things. I'll kind of get into the stat quo uh, this where, you know, he was talking about you motherfuckers from 06. They ain't done shit. Giving all this advice. That was hilarious to me, but that was real shit. You know what I'm saying? So those are the type of bars. Those are the type of things that that wow me. You can wrap your ass off and and do all of the technical shit till you're blue in the face and I'll salute you. But if I can't feel it right here, right here, tuck in my heart, prayers, I'm sorry. I'm not probably going to return to a motherfucker over-wrapping me at this big age of 40, prayers. I'm, I'm finally embracing it. I, you know, sometimes I don't want to hear a motherfucker rapping at me. Talk to me, man. Talk, have a conversation. Let's talk. Don't go, don't, don't yell. I feel like when rappers over rap, they yell at me, bro. So this is, uh, while I appreciate it, um, you know, still. So uh, like you said, man, uh, Never End Up Broke Part 2 with Pusha. That was a dope one. Uh, Find A Way was another one for me uh, that I listened to a lot. And then just, man, I just let this thing rock out, bro. It's like, I probably listened to this album three times. I haven't even gotten to my Jesse Reyes. You know what I mean? I just need special time with Jesse Reyes. So I'm going to wait on that. Um, but uh, the one singer that stood out to me on here uh, was Raven Tyler. Uh, I think that that singer sounded really dope on there. Um, you know, Simba was able to go in a different pockets that I didn't, bags that I didn't know he had. Um, so those were cool. Like the No Sleep with Key Glock. I like that one a lot. I don't know if you rock with that one uh, with the switch up on mm-hmm. that pop out with two chains. So he just showed that he had different versatile flows and that he can kind of do the introspective stuff. He can do the stuff where he's rap, you know, doing the rapidy rap shit with the freestyles and stuff like that. And he displayed that on, on here as well. And he also can do the up, more up-tempo stuff and the stuff to where he could, you know, get loose and, and show that he got a little bit of style. Like he, he's just versatile, man, all, all in one day, all in one album, so to speak. And just kind of giving you that that full body of work of what I expect um, from a project and, and the projects that I enjoy the most. So I think uh, you guys should very highly recommend Rary from start to finish. Start to finish, man. Yeah. So what, what did you think about uh, uh, him kind of talking about the doubters and throughout the project and that being, um, you know, a theme and the results take time theme. And uh, one last thing, the drama shit talking was impeccable on this project. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 man. <laughs> it was impeccable always, on this project. man. That's what it gets me, man. I told you, I'm loving the, the DJ drama resurgence. We need, uh, he's he's releasing on the right projects and, you know, just slowly, slowly uh, keeping it going. You know what I mean? It's kind of how I told you, like, how uh, Kiss. you asked for this Kiss album. I'm like, I don't need it. Let Kiss drop a feature here and there. Let him be the, the New York Andre 3000. That's what I kind of need him to be and be this mystical figure that we just like, oh man, everything he dropped is going to be fire. Don't prove me wrong. Don't prove me wrong by just dropping a single where you got people searching out for your stuff, man. That's the way to do it. Let's go be a feature on somebody else's album. Drop this little verse right here. Drop a verse here and there. Live forever. You can tour, tour for days off that. 
Only going to increase your, your pain. In my I opinion. feel you. I feel you. But man, as a, as a man that has claimed he's been raised off Jada Kiss bars, I, I, I don't look, man. Jada Kiss can do no wrong in my eyes, man. So even if even if this there's four or five songs I don't like on there, I'ma find a way to give him a little bit more of a Got chance. Because he, he, he earned it. He earned it. He earned it. Go back and listen to Ignited. I, I, I'm here. I'm here. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I, I can try. <laughs> I can go back. I can go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but back so to back to Pendant, this summer. I, I, yeah. thought, I thought Pendant was a great way to end this album, man. I, I really like that little bit heartfelt, you know, when talking about like, the way you are uh, on this chain. I mean, like, I don't know the person that, that uh, you know, passed away or I don't know too much about his life. But I mean, I felt the song, though, you know? Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. Um, again, glad you you uh, um, locked in on that, man. Again, super super motivational uh, project. It was right on time for me personally, and the, and the things that uh, you know I'm kind of dealing with. You know, pod. You know, it's just it's just he was saying a lot of slick shit, man. When people be like, "You still doing that little podcast? Why I gotta be little? Why you gotta say shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Like people don't realize shit like that be. I I, I hear it. I see it. I don't address it every single time because. You know, I don't want to be a dick 24-7, but I don't want to call out everything. But, like, it's shit like that he was saying, like, little slick bars in there where motherfuckers was doubting them. Where I was like, yes, motherfucker, yeah, I, I hear it. I see it. I, I feel you. I fuck with you. So that's that's why I was fucking with it, Prez. Like, because he was just saying a lot of shit to where I was like, all right, cool, yeah. I, I like the grind and the, the time that it took him to to put out a drama tape because, you know, a drama tape is, means a lot still to this day, man, to, to a lot of people, man, coming up. Especially during at our age, you know what I mean? They're a little bit younger. Like drama takes was everything, man. Simba and DJ Drama results take time. Check uh, it out. Check it out. Check, check it, it out. out. check it out. Check it out. All right. Then let's go talk about the other uh album that was a surprise drop. I would I didn't know this was coming out. I was lost in the, on this one. Yeah, and, this, but this when this I seen week. it definitely hit automatically download. Uh King Crooked and Joy Ortiz, Harbor City Season One, twenty four songs. Hour and nine minutes, not really the 24 tracks, should I say? It's not songs, because uh, they got some skits and stuff up in here. They set up a, a nice little thing. They went in a, a, a totally different direction yeah, yeah. than the last album. And I appreciate that. Last album was last album. We off that shit. That's how they kind of started listening off on Heat Wave, you know, when they rapping about it. And I, I really do appreciate that. Uh, if they they got what they had to say off their chest, and if they were truly artists and, you know, just in it for the love and this this album was going to show it and I think it, it came out showing that you know what I mean so all those fans that was only there for the controversy you know we wanted to go back and forth with him and Joe and uh, Royce the 5'9 you ain't going to get that you're just going to get two guys two elite lyricists out here show, showcasing their skills man and, I, and yeah when it came from Heat Wave thought that was good then uh, Welcome to Harvard City uh, had a more epic sound uh, in the production to it, just screamed like big. And then, you know, with the Christopher Wallace and Calvin Brodus uh, drop up in there with, uh, I think uh, Crooked would drop that early on up in there with Coming Big and uh, Snoop on that. So, like how that kind of flowed, man. And then, uh, yeah, throughout this album, man, uh, just the things they were doing, just how long they've been in the game and how they can kind of, you know, showcase their skills and stuff that I say, like these other artists, you know, they just doing pop stuff. They can't really, you know, not really versatile with it. And like, they got the lyrical stuff. They doing the double time flow and like Holy Water, man. They, uh, 
They can go back and tell a story. Uh, they can just rhyme at you and tell you about their elite skills. Like these are the things that kind of set them apart. They can have a double and thundrays and stuff like this hidden up in there and all this things like elite artists. Good. I'm glad they didn't let the negative press of the last album stop them from doing music or, you know, have them in a little rut. They continue to push forward. And for the people who love their music, they they, they released a great album. As for me, Prez, I, I love Joel. I love Crooked Man, but it this was it was hard to get into, not from the bars. Like I, I got that. I know I'm gonna get bars, but it, it was just kinda hard to get into and maybe it was just the weekend. So I'll have to spin the block on this one and, and come back. Um and I and I will because I just appreciate their their penmanship way too much um to kind of just give it a, a once or twice listen. But again, you know, it, it was a lot of tracks. I, I think the skits for me. I the skits I didn't like. I didn't like yeah, the skits. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't care for the skits too much, and um, I, I get they was trying to tie the Harbor City and kind of get the two coasts. You can be on two different coasts or two different hoods. You still experience the same di- type of things. It's just you know one gang banging. One is just you representing your block and you in the sh- you in the shit. You know what I mean? As far as just the time that they both came up. Um, and music and just, you know, the street shit that, uh, you know, they dabbled into along their time. So I I get the whole concept, but I'm not sure what was missing for me on first listen to where I didn't like want to hit nobody and be like, oh, you got to listen to this. It was just, I'm I'm probably, you know, it's a lot of music that came out this weekend. And by the time I listened to uh, ESTG, Simba, again, more palatable, you know, more catered to them doing whatever they they do best um and then it was like it got to the lyrics when i got to them and, and luca which we'll get to as well um i was kind of like damn all right they rapping they rapping really well but it's nothing bringing me back you know what i mean it's no infectious hook it's just i gotta enjoy the bar so i may not be in the mood for it right now so on first listen i was just like ah just just sounds like them rapping really well and then i'm like damn is that to the detriment you know what I mean? Are, do they rap so well, so consistently? Am I just not appreciating bars no more? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what it really was, but maybe it just didn't, the bars didn't even catch me. Um, but I did like Brooklyn. I did like the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got, I Go got that one circle. I think. Go I figure. Think. I ain't got to mention this. Cash wheel. He's yeah, yeah, go it. figure. Uh, I can tell you. I, I like Crooks. Tell you the other I like Crooks like. Long Beach joint too. Um, dedicated to to his city. I also like Vibrate Higher with AZ. It was dope to hear AZ on it. Man, a- AZ just sounds ageless and just effortless every single time. And then I got Pawn Shop Jewelry. I like that one as well. Um, and there, there's a few few more, but those are the three that that stuck out that I wrote down for me that I wanted to community mention in center? terms of... Huh? Did you like the community center where he was just describing going to the community yeah, center? Yeah, man. Community. Yeah, that's the other one. That's the other so, one. Like, he was breaking down the community I center. Got five, eight, so, I got four out of five that you was missing. I said, Bobby Hire, Brooklyn, community center, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Long Beach. Yeah, because it was that's, like, that's the one I said, Cash is going to love these. That's my life. That's my life, yo. I was brought up in the community center, like like Boys Brotherhood Republic, man. It was just basically, you know, like a Boys and Girls Club. 
um, you know, playing sports and shit like that. And that, that's kind of how I stayed out of trouble, man. I played just about everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all laughing at me being a ping pong champ, man. But I got the trophies to show and I'll bust anybody's ass that want to talk that shit. You heard me? <laughs> but no, no, that, I'm, I'm dead ass serious. I'll bust any of y'all ass. I'll pull up to the ping pong, you know, table at all times. And people look like, oh, what's going to happen? Until I start looking like uh, Ichi Wang Wang on that motherfucker, man. Bah, bah, bah. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but yeah, man. So, uh, I think it was listening fatigue for me um, at that point. You know what I mean? I had listened to Simba so much. I had listened to ESDG uh, so much. I gave Luca a listen. They were dead last in my my listening pecking order because I I was like, oh, I know what I'm gonna get from from Joel and Crooked. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I could let this sit, but that was probably not the best decision to make. So, on first listen. On, on on first listen, I have to go back to give you guys a more thorough review. Again, this this is just our first impressions of this stuff, guys. So feel free to be like, Cash, this nothing went over my head. It just didn't sink in at, at first listen. And sometimes it's happened. I think it's okay to admit that. I think y'all should admit it too. You know what I mean? But this, this is what we do. We pod in real time, man. So but y'all go check it out, man, because they definitely uh deserve the uh the the um, shadow of a doubt or or a second, third, fourth listen before you put it, put it down because they put a lot of if hard work and effort in If you gave them account. a listen off of the other thing when it was getting off the negative off shit, about yeah. the group, the slaughterhouse, and I think you definitely deserve them a listen when they actually just rapping and stuff like this. They try to, they, they said they piece on it, they moved past that, so uh, give them a listen on how they really, uh, how they been been consistently doing. What got them into that slaughterhouse group? They was there for a reason, mm-hmm. uh, and <laughs> they were some of the ones you hear Royce and all them talking about it. You know, they always gonna talk uh, great stuff about crooked and stuff with his finishes. Uh, yeah, but you had mentioned the other one, Luca Raw Extractions. Man, Luca is from uh, Tennessee area. I don't know how I stumbled on them a couple of years ago, but then, you know, he cracked, ended up cracking in uh, my top 10 list at the end of the year. So, hey, from that point, you know. Perez, can I stop it real star. quick? Um, I don't have it up on the screen or anything like that, but can you, can you spell it for the people or the audio listeners listening out there? What How you spell yeah. his name and what the name of the project is one more time? Uh, Luca, L-U-K-A-H. Uh, and it, the name of the album is Raw Extraction. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, 15 songs, 56 minutes long. Really, it's 13 songs because, uh, I mean, a uh, couple of them were just the intro and outro with, like, uh, music with some, you know, uh, with some speaking over it. So, uh, no hooks, uh, just just bars and beats. That's that's what you end up getting from this. Uh, kind of up my alley. This is what I like to listen. This was my first listen. But before I even was, like, check for anything else, I knew this was coming out. So, I listened at this first. And I think I spun it like three, four times before I kind of moved on to anything else. Uh, really like the uh, majority of the songs on here. Flying Low, uh, Return Treasure, Thoughts, Thoughts Made Divine, Dead Horses, Ill-Minded. I think that's like the, the, the big standout track for me. Uh, Fight Club, Presence of Color. Uh, I'm always, I always love her. Like, you know, everybody has that song where they kind of talk about hip-hop and everything. So but, uh, I thought his 
his was very good. You know, when we heard a kind of redemption of that so many different ways, but it, it, it wasn't stale. It wasn't tired. Like I, I thought it was a good, good play. So I really like this album, man. This is definitely going to get more spins. I'm, I'm kind of upset that I don't get to get more spins. We have to constantly listen to that music on here. Uh, got me thinking about quitting the pod sometimes, man. Just like I want to listen to what I want to listen to. So, right, right. Uh, <laughs> hey, just becoming a job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want to roll. But I'm gonna get to what I'm gonna get to what I get to when I get to it. But it kind of, you know, sometimes it's like a, a bad. It's a good thing because it forces you to listen to something else, and you be like, okay, yo, I actually like this. I probably wouldn't have got to this as early or been on it. But sometimes when you look like an artist and you want to. Let it sink in. It can't be to a detriment. Yeah. And uh, the big difference on this album, Cash, I would say from his past albums, which was uh, When the Black Hand Touches You and Why Look Up When God's in the Mirror, both those was the one. Uh, when the Black Hand Touches You is the one that I, that's the one I pushed to you uh, off that first time. I said, listen to this. And that's one of the ones I put in like the top 10 list. So, uh, and you can see even from that, I think that was what year was that? Uh, 2020 or 2021? A couple years ago. 2021, I think it was. And But the growth on like uh, him adding in a little bit more of the ad-libs on this album. Uh, the first album, When the Black Hand Touches You, was like completely raw. You had like little scratches out there. added that kind of effect to it. Uh, his breath control wasn't kind of there. It was just straight raw a little bit too on it. Uh, but all that got cleaned up on this album. He's pretty Although he's not giving you hooks and stuff on here, you're getting uh, a more produced type album. And, you know, he's starting to round out with the ad-libs and everything. Uh, for the type of rap that it is, that's kind of what I enjoy. I don't need the damn hooks all the damn time. I like this. I, I know we can be hypocrites and we say we need this for other people. Like, but, well, it depends on what you come to the party for, you know? With a, with yeah. a certain artist, if a certain artist isn't known for that, I don't, I don't expect, I don't expect Rock Marciano to just start giving me infectious hooks all of a sudden when he's not known for that. You know what I mean? Or any other artist, you know what I mean? So it's just, but when they, when it's my first time listening to them, um, and I don't know what they're about, you know, I kind of go into it with a, you know, open mind. But uh, but yeah, I'll let you finish off before I give my take on Lucas. Yeah, but I mean, like uh, a lot of. Uh, Black empowerment uh, type songs on here, so really, uh, if, you, if you enjoy that, then you'll like this. And then Ill Minded, you know, I think that was like the best one that was showcasing the skill. So if you're gonna go to anyone first, just want something to listen to, go to that one first, and then then you can go around, jump around to the rest of the album. But it was, overall, I think it was a a great album, and yeah, I can't wait to kind of get back to it when we have a slow week or something like that again. And Do a break. Uh, I know it's gonna be in my it's probably going to be in my weekly rotation of uh, songs I listen to. Uh, for sure, for uh, sure. These type of albums I can listen to and, you know, and having my headphones at work and go. For sure, for sure. Hey, man, these these might, these personal albums that we like, we may need to, this may be a Patreon segment to where, like, all right, we cover the album on the first week. You know, but whenever, drop drop a Patreon episode strictly with Luca, you know what I mean? Giving a, a thorough a thorough breakdown. I, I think that could work out every now and then. It just might be press, just might be me. You know, we just might pull up the, the camera, might pull up the audio and just get to get to going and talking about an album and, and letting it rock and letting it live there. So um, that's something that you guys can, you know, possibly look forward to in the future. Um, we're looking at a few different things to do that. But uh, 
uh, again, man, um, you know, kind of getting back to this Luca, man, this this raw extractions. Like I think Raw Durves was the first um song uh that I went to. I mean, it was like one of the singles. So I just kind of go to the singles, especially with an artist that not that I'm not familiar with him, but I'm just trying to, all right, what what is he or she deem is the dopest joint uh on their project? Um, because you have to from dropping music, you put whatever the single is, you know what I mean? Then as stuff gets played, it ultimately adds a star to your song. You know what I mean? But you put what you think is your strongest song. So uh, first three songs are starred on there. So I kind of went with those. And uh, it, it's a very dark album, like you, like you said, from start to finish. Um, not a whole lot of um, ebbs and flows in it, but a, a, like a whole lot of just bars in there, man. And for him being from the South, and choosing purposely to to rap on a more typical uh, East Coast type beats or just grimy beats that uh that have it's very minimal, but at the same time he's delivering like a powerful punch with a lot of stuff. Like um, there's another one, ill minded that you mentioned, uh, presence of color, uh, fractures, baklava. Like so, those are just a few joints on there that I, that stood out for me. I uh, also like return treasures. As well, you know what I mean? But this is definitely a project that you got to be in the mood to listen to because it is, again, one consistent theme throughout. There is a lot of bars, there is a lot of rap, and there's not too much hooks in there. So if that's your your bag, that that raw, dope, boom, bap, hip-hop, but with a, a southern twang to it, I think y'all might fuck with this, this Luca, man, because he's been dropping a lot of dope shit under the radar uh, for a little bit. I'm not his biggest fan. Prez is, but y'all could go ahead and trust Prez's word because there's been a lot of times at the end of year list that me and him have given out. And a lot of people was like, yo, they've gone back to some of his recommendations and they've loved it a lot. So I I think that his ear isn't off or I probably wouldn't do a podcast with him. So I, I trust his ear. We, we don't agree on a lot of different guys. I probably won't go back to Luca as much as him. But I gotta give props where props is due. Um, like he deserve, de- uh, delivered a consistent body of work. You know what I mean. Sometimes if you're gonna go dark, go all the way there. Do it throughout the whole project. Don't like dibble dabble in it. And that's that project. That project lives there on on whatever you want to talk about. So I could appreciate it from that that aspect. And I definitely um, will add it to the rotation so that as we talk about it. Moving on in the year, if it happens to be on any list or anything like that, I could kind of speak to to the album a little bit more intelligently after this first week listen. So I, I do recommend it, though. I do. It's funny, like you was talking about, like, uh, you know, that down south, you know, actually rapping. Like, the, most people just take the trap and everything on there. And uh, one of his production sounds, uh, tracks on that had, uh, you know, went under 3,000. was like hey, the south got something to say. Had that in, like, the background of it, too. So... Uh, yeah, I think he's coming out intensely. Well, you, you know it's definitely intensely, but I'm trying to, you know, make his presence known that way. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm liking it. Like I said, all, all three projects, since I know the stuff with them, like when, when it pops in my little first view, like I, I've been, I consistently go back to when the black hand touches you. No, why look up? God's in the mirror. For sure, for sure. Hey, the only thing I would ask of him, if he's watching or anything like that, is, bruh, I need to see a little bit more of you. Maybe I'm I'm under a rock and I don't see it. I don't follow him on social media, you know. So I just would like to see a little bit more of his presence, man. Because like I think that would do wonders too, as well. I know everybody doesn't do that. Some people just put out the music and let it speak for itself, and you find it how you find it. But I think he could stand to use a little bit more being himself. But you know, 
putting himself out there because I, I I don't know about you, Prez. Do you follow him on social media? Is he big on social media? Does he put anything out there? You're asking the wrong person. You know me and social media. I'm, I find it when I find it. Oh Lord, you're on. You're on. You have a podcast on social media. <laughs> yeah, but you uh, actually do. I go searching for things. You search, how do you find? How did you just find them on randomly on your like stuff that you listen to when you were with title, which you are no longer yeah, with? Yeah, I think it was like uh, um, on you know how they cater stuff to where you listen to it, that mm-hmm. you would like this or whatever, right there. I think that's how I kind of find it. This is right. Does Apple give you? Does Apple give you that type of uh, algorithm? You know, or you know? Yeah. You, yes, okay. they do, but it's not up in your face. It's not up front. I do appreciate title uh, on that. Not. I don't know. I may make the swap back here pretty soon. But yeah, my man, only you got a raise coming, don't that. you? You got a big raise coming. I think you could get well, that extra ten. My problem that I had a problem with title. <laughs> I forget which album I was looking for. It was an album I was looking for. It wasn't on the pro, uh, on the platform. And that was the last straw. I said, if you don't support the one, people when I one album, I don't support you. <laughs> they they didn't have the like I, I had the Luca initially and then they took the Luca down and it's only like one song called the uh the Raw Derbs. That's the only song on there. Maybe it's my connect. I don't know. Sometimes I know which it does album it is, Ken. Weird stuff. I know which one they don't have on there that, that uh uh it's my one of my favorite albums. It was the Uptown XO Color the Great. And I always had to go to like a different platform and listen to it and it's making me mad. And I was oh, like, well, I'm just switching. Yeah. Hey, Uptown man, shout, shout out to Uptown, Hey, man. I got it. When I want to listen to it, I want to listen to it. Like it wasn't on that platform. It was kind of yeah. off. Just buy it. Just buy it, man. You'll always, it'll always be yours forever. <laughs> you think I ain't trying to look for it? I ain't trying to look for it or something? I can't find it. Can't find those CDs. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we mentioned a lot, though. A lot of music. What, what other albums do you got? Uh, no, nah, man, I just uh, no, just wanted to get to the uh, Jesse Reyes, man. Uh, just gonna listen to that. Still listen to the Ari Linux, Age, Sex, and Location. Um, Jesse Reyes is called Yesi. Uh, she's a re- really, really dope R&B artist. Got a really unique texture to her voice. Really unique sound to me as far as singers go. Uh, so y'all, y'all should check that out. So those are two um, R&B albums that I want to kind of. Get back into I've I've been playing the Ari though that hasn't left rotation since it dropped but yeah yeah so that that's kind of what I'm gonna divert my attention to after I get tired of this uh, December ESTG so it is, you know it's gonna be a battle uh, I'll eventually get back to the Luca and Joel Ortiz and Crooked but yeah man what you listen to man uh, I, oh yeah yeah that's why you wanted that grand opening. <laughs> <laughs> man, let's talk about that that uh, this country hip hop shit that you uh you listening to, man. I think you I think you just listen to it because you gotta have some some shit some some partial shit in your office, so you just want something that you could play a little bit loud and turn the levels. No, man, so, I, that's I really my theory. do enjoy. It. I really that's do. my theory. That's I really my theory. do like it, man. But you had you had two uh country artists that came out that uh, I kind of followed. Uh, they albums came out over the past couple of weeks, so it was uh it was. Kane Brown and Breland, we'll, we'll start with Breland first. It's called Cross Country. And, you know, he does like the, the country rap kind of stuff mixed in with a little bit of, uh, uh, he got a mixture of a bunch of things. They have a little bit of soul, they have a little bit of, uh, of gospel kind of mixed up in there. But uh, he had several songs on here I liked. It was uh, Country Line, Catching Tune, you got Praise the Lord uh, for What It's Worth. 
throw it back featuring Keith Urban. I think that's his big single. They just put out that that cross country and natural man. Uh, I enjoy this album, man. It's a song that I could play. Uh, album I could play any setting. So uh, really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean Breland, uh, you know, came out of nowhere a couple years ago. Continue produce this deal. Come back with a second album. Still kind of kind of follow up. Uh, keeps them relevant. Then you got uh, Kane Brown, which different man. It was 17 songs. It's more, he has some of those more upbeat country songs, but it's more traditional country at this point. And uh, Bury Me in Georgia, different man, Grand, Thank God, Riot, uh, Losing You, Whiskey Sour, Nothing I Change, man. Those are, those are my jams I've kind of been listening to. So, hey, judge how you want to feel. I, I, yeah, I listen to country as a little palate cleanser and I just like, I listen at it from time to time and well, it was more than time to time. It's, just, it's a genre that I kind of like and everything. And other artists kind of like it too. As you see, they feel a lot of the style and stuff forward. A lot of people, you know, kind of start to put a country song or two on their album. So that's what happens. So hey, yeah, hey, just like the music, enjoy it, give it a try. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, like I said, man, let's check out that Ari, man. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that if you haven't gotten into that. This one is um, a really, a really dope uh, body of work. I, I like what they're doing, man. I'm still on that jig too, man. Uh, that hasn't left rotation yeah, yeah, yeah. as well, so I don't want to forget about that. And um, yeah, that's that's it for right now as far as, um, you know, artists on the come up and, you know, just people on my radar, man. Uh, and, and again, man, just constantly looking for talent to as we kind of start up and do some of these interviews and stuff like that, uh, again, I'm just kind of scouting for people that have dropped dope bodies of work and um, just kind of get back to doing that before the end of the year and show some love to the underground. So I look forward to getting back to that now that we kind of up and running and I have a little bit of time. My schedule is back to my schedule, you know what I mean? We're moving into the new house and stuff like that. So can kind of start offering up, giving my time and effort to kind of do research on artists and, and, and get them up here on the pod, man. So give y'all some more dope music. Hey, and uh, anybody who, you know, maybe said, oh, you listen to country, this is noise. All these artists, like, half the artists we be talking to, and then when you go back and listen at these other interviews, so they say they don't listen to hip-hop, like, all the time. So, like, why, why are you uh, sheltering yourself? Like, just go and find out what you enjoy. Just rock a little bit if it's over here. We created all these damn genres anyway. They originally started <laughs> from us, so I can go right, right. Want to like fucking um, Furious Styles, a homie of ours. You know, he's been on the pod and, and produced a lot of dope joints uh, underground for some underground artists. He was just kind of giving me like a, I won't give away his play, but somehow it led to me listening to the Rocky. <laughs> Rocky, one of the Rocky soundtracks, man. Like, and I love the Rocky sound. Like, pretty much every Rocky soundtrack, prayers I'll, I'll listen to. And I know that shit front and backwards. So um, that, that's my shit, man. So sometimes I'll go to some alternatives. Sometimes I'll go to that stuff, especially when I'm at work, bro, when I don't want to have certain shit yeah. just turned up and I got to always, you know, if I don't got the clean version, I got to be on the, the volume button every, you know, every two seconds. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to be a little bit professional. So it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Create all those genres anyway. I mean, go back and do the history on it, man. So, hey, 
All right, man. Let's let's end it off on a good note, man. Any final thoughts on anything? Uh, Brett Favre. What what you got? <laughs> what you got for me, man? Sit down for the for the poll. Oh, bro, don't even start. <laughs> what you got, Favre, man? man? Hey, hey, man. I, I need I need Black Panther press out here, man. With the fist, I I'm surprised you ain't come with nothing about about Brett Favre this whole time. What's your what's your? Give me your final man. your parting thoughts. What's your, what's your parting? Like, like everybody's gonna give him a pass, and I think they let him go past like all that stuff. He over here talking about. Uh, Athletes shouldn't be political and all this nonsense. And look at him. He's hand in hand with politics, stealing money from the everyday man. Why ain't nobody on this shit? Like, like why? Like, run him through the ringer. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you, he, he preaching one thing up front, but behind closed doors, he neck and neck with it and just like <laughs> taking money from the poor. You know what I mean? Like the, the pov- poverty are stricking people. Like he's, it was literally, he knew exactly what he was doing as well. And yeah, that's kind of why he wasn't, didn't want to take a knee. You know, he's part of the problem as it is. You know, he, he knew that he kept taking a knee to talk against your ass. Privilege on display, bro. Pri- uh, privilege on display, man. But I definitely like to pod about that, man. Uh, I know we took up a lot of people's time, but I definitely like to get in, into that as a, a bonus, not a bonus pod, but just like bonus material or something like that for Patreon because I, I got a lot to say uh, about that one, yeah, man. man. But hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 178. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for coming around for the first time. If you're a first time listener, man, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. I need you to reach out to at least five to 10 friends. Shoot them the link directly and say, listen, now, this is the best podcast I've ever heard in my life in those exact words. And, um, you know, up our listenership, man, that those are my part. And those are my final thoughts, man. Those are my final thoughts. Hey, enough said, man. Uh, Till next week, man. All right, man. Peace. Yes. Finally left with the plan fear. Never trust your sus. We define what's real. Shuffle shit to losses. You know the deal. It was never an option. Let me submit. It was never an option. Skip a bit. Got low. Mindset of a Navy sit. Took my queen off the board. Now we move freely. Next stop, I don't know. Baby Fiji. Pick a spot on the map. I'm at home near. Left the block at 18. No fear. Couldn't grow there. Big city of dreams. I was alone there. Me and Lex with the mic over the ceiling fan. Karaoke machine with a filling man. 20 years later, still on my pivot. Solid as they come. I know you dudes fear it. Uh, I'm as solid as they come. As solid as they come. Far from number two, still gunning for number one. My chalice is overrun. We still enjoying our run.